Hey, it's Sunju. And it's Sunjit. And this is all over the place. One, two, three, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. If you're new here, please be sure to check out our previous episodes. And we hope you like what we're doing and continue listening. So for this week's episode, we have a special guest star to talk about his own personal experiences with Indian culture. Please welcome Rishi. Hi, everyone. My name is Rishi. I'm a sophomore in college right now. I moved from America to India when I was like 12 years old, and I recently just came back from college, so I'm excited to be on the show and happy to talk about my experiences. All right, perfect. So essentially, uh, I would say the first thing is, you know, Sanju and I have basically like lived in our like the most important years in our lives in America. So obviously, a lot of the experiences we have are like are built in America, right? So, but like, it's different for you, right? Cause you, like you spent years in both America and India where like, these were like pivotal years in your life. So how mm-hmm. would you like, what were the biggest differences between living in India versus America? Um, that's a good question, but I'd have to say the, the one that stands out most to me is just about how, I guess in America, everything is a lot more systematic. Like if you want to get something done, you're generally required to go online, look at their procedures, fill out some forms. And if you do all these things, you're just about guaranteed that it'll work out in the way that it says it will. But in India, everything's just a little more chaotic, you know? Like if you want to get something done, you sometimes you just got to rely on luck. You got to show up, see if things go right. Sometimes they'll say show up and, you know, you show up for something and it just doesn't happen. And a lot of times it's also easier in many ways because let's say you want to get something done in India. Like say you want to do something at your school, right? A lot of times you can just ask like, whoever's in charge, like a coordinator, can I do this? And they'll just say yes or no. There's no reason for a form or any kind of like process like they have here. So I'd say overall, things are just a lot more systematic here compared to over in India. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, So like specifically, like to talk about like specific differences, right? Would you say there was like a big difference between, let's say, like making friends in India versus America? I'd say there's a massive difference, actually. Because... Yeah. So go. Well, yeah. What would you say is like the like the biggest changes that you would say in making those friends? I'd have to say the biggest difference would be that over here in America, it's kind of like acknowledged that in school, if a lot of I, I hate to like say this like subtype or subclassification of like people at school, but like yeah, some people aren't into sports, some people aren't into that. So the idea is that over here you expected to find people who have the same interests that you. Maybe they say, read the same books or watch the same movies and expect it to become friends with them. But India, that same expectation isn't there for, well, two reasons. One, just about everyone is kind of expected to follow cricket, follow the latest Indian movies and like some other small stuff. So it's kind of like if you don't play sports or something, you're really the odd one out as compared to here. Or if you don't say follow like, uh, I don't know, say Hollywood movies, but the second thing is also just that it's kind of nice in India how it's really easy to make friends with people who you have nothing in common with. Like, I know it's weird, but over there, what I'd say is people generally tend to talk a lot more about absolutely nothing. I don't mean talk about nothing in a bad way, but like they'll just talk about life, talk about things that are very much interesting, but nothing that's like relevant to you guys. So it's very easy to make friends with people who have no common interest. But over here, it seems like everyone is just interested in talking about what they're uh, interested in or what you guys have in common, which isn't a bad thing because it's definitely nice to also talk about some things that you're interested with. But at the same time, it does make it somewhat harder to meet friends because there's a kind of an expectation that people expect you to be into the same stuff as them. 
in order to get along or no, be friends, not just get along. Oh, wait, that's like really interesting to hear because I know like at least here, whenever I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure Unjun relates to this too, but whenever I made any friends, it was because I had something in common with that person or had something to talk about. So it's interesting to hear that like in India, you didn't really have to do that. It was just whatever. And even like, I know whenever I would visit and stuff and my mom's best friend, we would go to her house and um, like, I have nothing in common with her kids, but I would always like somehow get along with them. And we were like really close whenever I would go to India and visit and we'd somehow find things to do. So it's like kind of interesting how, you know, here it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not specifically sure about India, but like one of the biggest things that Sunju and I have like talked about in previous episodes is like a lot of the time since like we are kind of in like a magnet environment like that like where we're like around a specific set of people that are very academically oriented half the time we find ourselves talking about academics and academics only so it's it's really interesting that like in india like you can just talk about anything would you say that like your conversations are primarily academically oriented or would you just say that they're like free in india okay in india i guess and you guys bring up some good points i definitely agree with that like now that I'm back here, there's definitely a few groups of people who it seems like all I talk about with them is academics. But in India, it really depends on who you hang out with because, like, I, I know, say, I'd say for a lot of people, they just don't care about academics at all. Like, after seeing, like, how I guess I hate the stereotype here, but here it's like, seem like Indians, like, like they, they do a lot of math and they study hard. But back home, that stereotype really does not hold true. It's a lot more common for people not to care. So I'd say with most people, it's actually rare that you talk about academics. But I'd say there is still that crowd of like people who care a lot about this stuff. So with them, yeah, I would say that the majority of our conversations have been academic related, even if it's not the same courses we're taking. It could just be like about the system, about how it works, grading here and there, differences, stuff like that. Oh, I honestly like I expected it to be, you know, worse in India where it's like everybody talks about academics because that's how it is here. Like every brown person I talk to, it's like at least one conversation is about academics. And like, that's how we bonded. Like, again, like, because we're in a magnet program, that's how we kind of made friends is based off of the fact that we're in the same program or taking the same classes together or doing the same projects or whatever. So yeah, it's like kind of surprising to me because I I would think that in India, it was kind of more of talking about academics too. Yeah. um, Sorry, go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's definitely a fair assumption. And I definitely had the same assumption when I first went there, but it was pretty surprising. And I'm not going to lie, like, even like my best friend from India at the moment, like I don't think we've ever talked about academics, save for like when we're on a group project. But at the same time, I will note that if you do want to find a group of people who will only talk about academics, you very much can. Because that they have there in India is that for like most of their best colleges, like IIT and stuff, they have like an entrance exam. So throughout high school, people generally tend to cram for this entrance exam. And there's a lot of cram schools across India that prepare you for this, prep schools and cram schools. And I actually went to one of these IITJ prep schools, J being the name of the exam. And over there, I went there outside of my school. So it was like, like after hours, kind of like an extracurricular. And there, people would only talk about academics, nothing else, 24-7, just academics. So I will say that study culture and that only studies mindset is very much present in India and very much present in the parents in India. But I'd say among kids, it tends to vary. Yeah, I would say that's really similar in America, to be honest. Like, obviously, a lot of the conversations we have are academically oriented. But like, I would say at this point, like a lot of 
like even kids in America, like obviously they just want to have fun and stuff. So like, I would say that's pretty similar. Like you can definitely have academic conversations here, but you can also have non-academic ones. Yeah. It just depends on like the group of people you hang out with and surround yourself with. Um, well, you know, I have to ask, right. Would you say you liked your experience living in America or India more? Hmm. Now it depends on what con it's, it's a very hard question to answer because I can't give a fair comparison. My experience living in America has been a, as an independent college student and B as a literal elementary schooler. Whereas in India, I was given like a middle ground of freedom between adult and, you know, elementary schooler, kind of like a high school or middle schooler where I could still go out and do stuff, but I don't have the freedom I have today. So I'd say my experiences were in like different contexts, so I can't really give a fair comparison. Yeah, that's But that being said, I probably like, it probably, I, I say India, but mostly because I'm just used to India. Like I've yeah, been here for like one. six months as of now. Yeah, and I can't yeah. really draw my elementary school experiences into comparison because that's just irrelevant. So, yeah, I'd say How it's not would... mostly just for familiarity, probably India. So I go on. Um, You were talking about like freedom. So how would you say like the freedom in India is different than America? Obviously, like it's different because now you're an independent college student. But um, yeah. what would you say was like one of the biggest differences that you saw? Hmm. I see. And you mean like from a parental perspective or just like a general societal perspective? Um, a general perspective. General perspective. Hmm. That is a good question. I will say in India, there's definitely a lot more freedom on like the small stuff. Like, like in India, I've seen like a lot of people, like here's, here's like a funny thing in India. I've seen a lot of people in India drive without a license and just like bribe the cop to get away. Yeah, that's, that's so when it comes to stuff like yeah. that, India is very much a lot more free. Like, I don't think they could have gone away with the same thing if they were over here. Definitely not. Especially because no. they're speeding too, but that's one thing. So when it comes to like, like small stuff like that, yeah, you could, you can get away, you can get away with a lot more small things. Like people don't really care about you breaking the law in a small way. Okay. That being said, you still shouldn't try to, because sometimes they like an in individualism is a pretty big thing too. So there won't always be due process for you vigilantism like <laughs> what okay, so, like... okay i'll give you an example right so let's say here you're caught shoplifting what they'll do is they'll call the cops and the cops will come and they'll cuff you and they'll take you to the station get your records down and you'll be filed for like a misdemeanor or a felony maybe who knows yeah. depending on the amount in india if you get caught stealing they won't call the cops instead every shopkeeper in that complex will come out and beat you with sticks <laughs> okay. i'm not joking they will like actually beat you up because the idea is that if you steal from one shop, you can steal from another shop. So they kind of have like that community knowledge that if you get caught stealing in, in India, they will beat you up. Okay. So it's more like a, like a citizens heroes type thing where like, you know, okay. I, I, that's interesting. It's like, okay, I wouldn't call it a citizens hero. It's more like a, that's their insurance against theft. Okay. All right. I mean like <laughs> the same thing wouldn't happen in America, right? Like no one would yeah. like assault a customer or something just cause that happened. Like, yeah. That's another, like, um, felony too so i would say like the police are uh well the police are way more involved in america i mean but like police systems have flaws everywhere but like definitely in, in this case america i guess has a more present police system where like it's more mm-hmm. dependent on um yeah which is pretty interesting um well i mean what else right like what about food would you like do you like like the the different cuisines available in america or would you like like that indian cuisine or like whatever tailored in India. i'd say um the good thing about american food is that there's so much choice like i walk into the grocery store 
anything I can imagine and even things I could never imagine. They've somehow put it into a chocolate, especially. Yeah. <laughs> like you could probably have like mint flavored chocolates over here. That's not something you'd have back home. But yeah. even like at a restaurant, I have a lot more variety here in terms of what like cuisines are available. But at the same time, I'd have to say as a matter of personal preference, I just like Indian food because that's like, you know, home food. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, but it's, it's, definitely, yeah, sure. it's refreshing to have come here and for the first few weeks, just be trying new things constantly. Personally speaking, yeah. I would say it's different for me because, you know, I, I get very angry at my parents when they're like, oh, let's go to an Indian restaurant because we're like constantly eating Indian food at home. Right. I when love I Indian restaurants. I felt that. When I, when I go outside, I want to eat, like, other food, not, not the same thing except for an outside restaurant. That's why, like, I pref- I, I wouldn't say I prefer anything over Indian food. Obviously, sometimes I get sick of Indian food. But, like, if there's, like, non-vegetarian stuff involved, I am, like, I would prefer Indian food, to be honest. But other times, that's obviously, fair. like, like that's why I would say, like, there's a lot of options, right? So it's always nice, you know, to have those options. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I actually nice, especially- love... And- Sorry, um, I actually love Indian restaurants and whenever there's like, I know if it's like my parents' birthday or um, their anniversary or something, we always go to Indian restaurant. Like sometimes I'm just craving like, you know, chicken biryani from like, I don't know, some Indian restaurant outside. But also I'm like super picky about my Indian restaurants. But yeah, well, that's, you're that's a fake. so unnecessary, mm. right? Like, I no, mean, you're like, literally fake for not. If you're Indian eating restaurant. Indian food at home, you have a whole Indian restaurant in your house. Why do you need to? Okay, go no, but it's different. Like, my mom doesn't like make butter chicken or paneer like every day. I just want to throw it out there that butter chicken sucks. It's okay, like, you know that's <laughs> controversial, man. That's yeah. Can you say that? Here? Keep this your like, opinions to yourself. I thought no. this was PG thirteen. This podcast. <laughs> um. No, but. My mom doesn't make like chicken biryani every single day. Okay, Anjin's mom, Linanti, literally makes chicken biryani all the time. And that is so hard. I always tell Anjin, like, that's very impressive because chicken biryani takes like more than a day to make. But anyway, no, that's yeah, true. My, and yeah, I'm my mom doesn't. Right do like, they're my family friend, and I swear to God, this chicken biryani is great. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, go on. Um, no, but my mom doesn't make it every day. So, yeah, that's why like going to Indian restaurants is nice. I guess that's understandable. I don't know. I mean, wait, just to clear it up, though, I just want to like reiterate my opinion about butter chicken. If you want to eat paneer, you eat paneer. If you want to eat butter chicken, you don't like just eat paneer. I don't understand. Why are you disguising chicken as paneer? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. They taste the same. Like, eat chicken another way. All right, I'm done now. (laughs) Maybe you're just disguising paneer as chicken and butter paneer. You're thinking about it wrong, bro. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, um, Okay, well, what about, like, school experience, right? How would you say that differs, like, going to school in India versus America? Going to school in India versus America is, like, night and day. Like, I don't, I don't know if I could describe the differences succinctly, but um, I'd say the first thing that definitely stands out <clears throat> and the first thing that, like, stood out to me was how this especially hit me hard when I, you know, started doing college here again, right? In India, it's just like your grade is just one, like 80 or 90% your final grade and 10% some other stuff they have to at the semester. So generally what you do is that you just screw around for the whole semester and then study for like three weeks before finals and be good with it. But here it's like every week, 5% of your grade is at stake. So you got to always keep on studying nonstop, 24-7 homeworks, this and that. Like in India, like they give out homeworks, but honestly, you could get away with not doing them. It's not too tough. You won't fail at least. Like the teacher will hate you, but you won't fail. Well, Here you gotta do homework. So that's like 
that's like the that's like the biggest surface level change but there's definitely a lot more too beyond just that that has to be stressful right like you know having like one final test that basically decides your grade like uh dude how would you say like you dealt with that stress uh i say that's an interesting theory because actually i thought you said like that has to be stressful i thought you're talking about like switching over to a homework system but um i'd say that wasn't too stressful because hey if you were like seriously ill or something like something out of your hands that happened and there's usually a makeup test but beyond that if you have like months to prepare for one test and you know what's going to come on it it's kind of it's kind of easy if you start somewhat early at least yeah. for me i never really felt the stress of a final okay. I, mean, like, I felt like the same stress i feel now in terms of like oh my grades are there but it, it never felt more stressful than it does now in fact i'd say it's more stressful now because it feels like if at any particular day i don't want to do work i'm going to get my my grades screwed over or say one week i kind of just want to get into something or i want to go somewhere i want to do something for this one week i can't because there's always like these small things that are holding me back Oh, wait, I, I wouldn't have thought of it like that. To be honest, like, I would be terrified if I had only one final exam to determine my grade because I'm the type of person to be like, okay, if I mess up, like, I have a second chance when it comes to my grades, which is a terrible mindset, but it's fine. Uh-huh. Like, I still, like, hang by it. And so, um, yeah, so imagine, like, having to take only one exam in India and then be done with your grade. That is so scary. Yeah, that is, that is yeah. pretty scary, I would say. No, that's that's actually quite often like I, I often hear that whenever i tell people about how it was back home but honestly i just i cannot get it because it is scary like you might mess up but the probability of messing up when you have so much time to prepare i'd say is kind of odd yeah i got that yeah that makes sense also i i know like when i went to india like my mom's best friend's son is like the same age as me and i was in sixth grade mm-hmm. and he was going to high school and i was like what, what? <laughs> and yeah, I think so. He was, like, going to high school or something. So I didn't know if that was, like, just him or is that, like, a difference in – is the age and, like, what grade you're in different in India? I'd say that's definitely weird because – well, I know one thing that's different is that in India they count age differently. So when you're born, you're already one years old. And the next year, you're, like, two years old. So oh, yeah, a lot of times yeah. people start school, like, a year early compared to here. Oh, okay. But in regards to him being in high school, like, you say high school, what grade was it? Because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll lump everything up to 5th together and everything from, like, 6th to 10th together, and then 11th and 12th is its own thing. Oh, yeah, I think he was going to, like, 8th grade. 8th grade. I don't know, maybe he was just, like, when you say same age, maybe it was, like, same age by the American system, but he could be, like, a year ahead by their system, and then maybe he just grinds hard, gets another year ahead. I don't know, that's, like... (laughs) yeah. I would say, I don't know, usually, like, even when I went to, like, like IT coaching and, like, a non-international school, I was the same age as most of my peers, so. Okay, yeah. I don't know about too much about that. What about, like, teachers-wise, right? Like, are they more involved, less involved than, um, you know, what you have experienced with in America? Huh, that is a good question. I'd have to say with teachers, it, it varies in India just as much as it varies here, like, Sometimes you get a good teacher who will really help you out when you need the help, and they'll also be good at teaching. Sometimes you get a bad teacher who can't teach for crap, but will help you out if they try. Sometimes you get a teacher who just doesn't care and, like, like straight up will not, like, put in any effort at all. Something I found to be extremely common here and there. But I'd say in terms of, like, general approach, in India, they're a lot more, like, I don't know how to put it, they're a lot more strict, like, 
here it's free form. It's like if you mess up a bit here and there, they might like be adjust. They might adjust for you. You might say, okay, screw it. We'll let yeah, this grade count for this grade. But I guess in India, both as a matter of consequence of it being only one exam, hence them not having to do much with like actual leeways. Mm-hmm. And like also, in general, people are stricter about like following uh, following the rules and stuff back home. Like this might this might sound like ironic, right? Because in India, everything in general is a lot less systematic, but people at the same time have that like follow the system kind of mindset. Like, like even for education, it's just by heart whatever's on the thing, which is like memorize and then get it done with the exam. None of the over here is like be creative and think your own way kind of stuff. That's not really promoted so much over there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so- no, but because of like Indian movies, right? I'm low key so scared of Indian teachers and like the stories like my parents would tell me about when they went to school in India. Like Indian teachers seem so scary to me. Yeah, facts. Like the ruler treatment is the ruler <laughs> treatment real? Oh yeah. Okay. I guess. Huh, I guess I didn't actually bring that up. But okay. Yeah. So when I say that they're both kind of varied here and there, I mean that even if they have the same mindset, their method of execution might be different. Like a strict teacher here might send you to the principal's office, but yeah, in India. They'll like ask you to hold out your hand and hit you with a ruler, but it's not really like how it is in movies or like how it was back then anymore. At least that's not so common because I went to like a city, but I know in like a lot of rural areas, it's still common. It'll just straight up like beat you with a ruler or it'll make you stand outside with like a bucket or something if you're a girl. But like, I know that that might still be a common thing in rural areas, but in the city I went to, it wasn't too common. But I also went to like some nice schools. I was pretty privileged in that regard, which I can't deny. But yeah, so, like at times they're super like they will shout at you. Oh. And stuff like that. But yeah. So what what was like considered breaking the rules though? Like talking in class or like using your phone? Is that like the typical things in America? But I know like at least now, if you do use your phone in class, there some teachers will like get mad or if you're talking in class, but other teachers will literally not care and just go on and be like, Okay, you do you. See, that's interesting because in India I'd say it's very similar where, okay, obviously what's, what counts as breaking the rules is like the same here and there, I guess for the most part, like no talking in class, no passing notes, no being on your phone, that kind of stuff. But I'd say in India, it was a lot more com- like It wasn't too common, but sometimes you would find a teacher who would be like, you do you, but it's not really a matter of you do you as much as it's a matter of they just really don't care what you're doing. Like, like sometimes like you could have like three people sitting in the back watching a movie and the guy would just keep on teaching his physics. Like that's what I had, a, I had a physics teacher like that once. So I'm not sure if that's much of a, like a you do you kind of thing, or just like a teacher doesn't care. Cause the guy also great teacher, but he just, you could tell he did not care about a lot of things. So in that regard, if you get a teacher who doesn't care, they really don't care, but otherwise they are strict about the normal stuff. One thing I will point out though, is that Indian kids are a lot more creative in finding ways to break the rules. Like, <laughs> like say for example, in India, right? Mm-hmm. Say there's like an assembly or something, and this guy goes on forever giving this long and boring speech. They just start clapping before he finishes and basically pressure him into finishing early. Yeah, that's pretty smart. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it gets so kind of funny because like, like sometimes like in class, like, like I remember this one class, the te- there's a few kids who didn't like the teacher. So whenever she turned around, they just start clapping like nonstop. And she just like, she, was, she would get so worked up about it. It was actually kind of sad. Aww. We might have they to do, try like, that out. Some things, like, oh my God, take, no. Like, do it for, like, assemblies. It's honestly kind of funny because they give, like, a huge speech and no one cares. But something else they'd do is that they'd open up their phone, go on Google and type in animal sounds. And it just start playing, like, a sound of, like, a horse or, like, a cow or, like, a pig and stuff in the back of the class. And the professor would be like, who is doing that? 
and this would not would not oh okay that happened in like our class i know like in keter paul's class that would always happen anjin yeah but like it would always be like some indian song that they would play and then keter paul would like laugh he wouldn't care if you have a chill teacher then you know yeah he is he is the goat yeah no but that's but also like um i know for us like for what you said like your physics teacher didn't care for us it's literally like um you know in high school at least like i feel like not even in high school like some teachers are very chill but others aren't but they get in that mindset where they're like they always say you know in college professors aren't really going to tell you to pay attention or anything so oh my we should God. be telling you that right now like if you want to pay attention pay attention and if you don't you can fail the class that's your decision kind of thing i see that's an interesting approach to teaching I haven't seen that yet oh so it's not like that in college Oh, you're talking about in college? No, in college, it is like that. Like, the teacher, outside of, like, maybe a few professors with, like, small courses, like, they don't care if you show up or you don't show up. They don't take attendance. You could sleep in the front row. They really won't. It won't phase them. But I meant more in the regards of, like, a, a high school professor saying, a high school teacher saying, <coughs> it won't be like this in college. Because from what I've heard over here, they generally always say that this stuff won't fly in college. Like, they'll be stricter in college and stuff. Yeah. That's what I've heard. And the second thing is, in India, they don't really say the whole... In college, it'll be like this. So we have to prepare you for college. As much as they say the, this is the entrance exam or the requirements to get into college, we'll just get you into the college. Okay, it's a totally different sense. mindset. Like back home, it's just like we have to get you into college. Here, it's like we have to prepare you for college. It's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like more like, oh, we have to prepare you for the environment in college. Well, uh, what about like social events, right? Like, what would you say there's like a difference in the social events that you did in India versus America? Um, hmm. uh, I mean, I guess just the fact that we're like on, like at college makes the events kind of different. Cause like in India, hanging out usually meant like just meeting up at a mall, going to like a nice restaurant, maybe going like go-karting or something like that. And well, I'll say like going to a nice restaurant or go-karting and like activities like that or bowling are still present over here. I'd say just by the fact that no one really lives at home kind of makes it so you're a lot more likely to hang out at like a friend's dorm or like sometimes even a house if they have one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's understandable. And also something else, like the whole like living together in school kind of thing, it's kind of weird because I feel like a lot of times, even though we hang out outside of like on, on like weekends and stuff, a lot of times I, I feel like the best times we have are just hanging out in like the dining hall. Okay, yeah. Like we might have all, all of our different schedules, but usually we manage to meet at the dining hall quite a few times a week, usually at least once per day with someone. So I'd say... That's different. Like in India, yeah, you'd meet for lunch, but that's because you have to meet for lunch. But here it's like you're meeting for lunch because you have your own schedules and you decide to meet for lunch. Okay. Well, so um, this is one thing I'm really interested about. So yeah. we, we grew up in America, right? So like um, like our our favorite holidays and our stuff like that are, are going to be different. Like personally for me, I think I've expressed in the past, like my favorite holiday is Christmas. But like, uh-huh. um, you know, that's because like, we we grew up in this area like christmas was celebrated a lot like heavily and stuff but like what would you say like you're since you live in india right like there's so many other holidays right that they celebrate much more in india so would you say that kind of changed like your favorite holidays stuff like that i see that's a interesting question for sure i'll say that holidays in india kind of are different from holidays here though because in india most holidays are seen much more religiously than here they're seen kind of like a festival 
Like in India, we have a clear distinction between holidays and festivals. But here, every holiday is like a festival where it's not just a religious aspect, but just like doing something as a community, like Halloween or like Christmas and the tree and stuff. But yeah, my favorite is that, Halloween. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so keeping that in mind, I'll say in India, like only two like holidays really fit the bill or three or three holidays in India fit the bill in like the American sense of a holiday. And I just have to be Deepavali, Sankranti and Holi. And Deepavali is the one with the fireworks. For those of you who don't know, we basically just light a lot of fireworks for the goddess of light or something, but no one really cares about that much. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. People care, but like, it's just like most people who want to light fireworks just light fireworks. Okay. Well, it's nice to see like. And holy. Holy is also nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're so fun. That's about spring or something, but really it's just about getting a bunch of color and throwing them at people. And Sankranti is <laughs> kind of different where it's like a mixture between a festival and like a holiday where it's just, it's, it's more like celebrating the harvest. So they have nice things like bonfires, getting together as a whole family, stuff like that. But I have to say my favorite holiday was probably Deepavali at a certain point, but it's very funny. But in the past few years, it's, it happened almost overnight, but since the past three years, people in India just haven't been doing too many fireworks. Like, I remember the year I went, it was insane. Like, the first year I went there, and even the second year, it was just insane. People would go get, like, cars full of fireworks from, like, the fireworks store, and I'd spend, like, three days straight just, like, finishing them all. Tons of sound, tons of lights. It was really nice and flashy. I kind of enjoyed it, not going to lie. I like that, but nowadays it's kind of dead. Like, even two years before Corona, it just, like, almost overnight, it just stopped where people just didn't do fireworks as much. Mm-hmm. And some say it's because of the environmental reasons. There's a lot more environmental activism against the fireworks, but a lot of people are also just kind of bored with it, which I'm not going to lie, it's kind of surprising considering how long it lasted. But I, I don't mean, know, I to say outside of something like that, my favorite holiday would probably also have to be Halloween. I just kind of like the vibe. Yeah, I know. It's so nice. I mean, yeah, I know me for me, it. like American holidays or festivals is very different from Indian holidays and festivals. At least uh-huh. for me, like American um, ones like everybody celebrates it so it's kind of like a whole thing with my friends but when it comes to like Indian holidays and stuff since it's like a different group of people it feels like very homely and very like with my family which I really love that feeling and so it's like more like going to the temple and my family's like very engaged in the temple so uh-huh. um like we know everybody there and we're all like celebrating the holiday together and it's very like religious but also like uplifting I guess so I really really love Indian holidays because it's like feels very homely and feels like everybody's connected but then American holidays is more like oh we're all just having fun like with my friends or you know dressing up or I don't know like decorating Christmas tree like something like that yeah, I mean, definitely my, an interesting perspective. I have to say, pretty right on that. Should I go on? Yeah, um, like my parents always tell me, like, you know, you haven't fully experienced because I was like, yo, Christmas is like such a cool holiday, but then they're like, you haven't truly experienced like Indian festivals or anything. Like, we haven't gone to India during those times, and like, I've always been curious. Like, I feel like if you do live in India, you get like a very different experience, and like, you know, you have like different favorite holidays because like i guess it's a very different experience personally speaking like for diwali like the max we do is like we do fireworks with family friends um for holy i remember one time like i actually like went to something where like they like threw color and stuff that was pretty fun and for sankranti again it was just like family friend meetings like they've always been like fun but like they've always been very you know regular to me like they didn't give me the same experience as like or like the same vibe that I got from something like Christmas. But like, uh, I've always been like super curious about like 
how it's celebrated in India because it seems so much more festive and stuff here than like America. So, you know, that's just something very interesting. No, that's definitely a valid perspective. I think like, I'd have to say there definitely is a difference. Cause you know how over here, when you say Christmas and you say Diwali, like here, if you say Diwali, a few people might get it. A few people, most people won't. But here you say Christmas, everyone will around you, be it at school, in the workplace, even if you go to the doctor's office, will be in that festive mood, right? Yeah, yeah. That's basically how it is in India for like all the Indian holidays. Like everyone will be in that Deepavali kind of mood. Everyone around you will be in that, that festive kind of mood. I'd say that's something you, you definitely can't experience here when it comes to Indian holidays, at least not yeah. to the full extent. We're not getting like the full experience for sure. And like, I really would want to. I know when I was younger, I did when I was like two years old, but like, I don't remember that time in my life like that. So yeah, I would definitely want to experience it in India for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely something too. Okay, yeah, I have yeah. to ask though, like, is, okay, so I went, to, when I went to India, I went to one of the movie theaters, but this was like in a village because my dad's side of the family lives in a village. And it was crazy. Like the experience was crazy. It was awesome. Like the best movie theater experience I had in my life. So how is like the movie theater scene in India? Because that was only one I went to. Honestly, when you guys asked about the differences between America and India, this is probably what I should have opened with. Like movie theaters in India are just absolutely wild. Like they literally are. I like, especially in like a village. I know that stuff gets more insane there. Like people will, They'll stand up when like the when the heroes come in. They'll start whistling. They'll start clapping. Sometimes they'll just go up to the, like a place in front of like the screen and start dancing there. Like it was insane. Like yeah. Like I'm not yeah, sure you guys have found the news too much, but have you seen what's been happening with like? There's a new Telugu movie that came out. It's called Akanda, and they've been oh, playing yeah. it in some theaters here, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen like these videos of people over here going up and like dancing in front of the screen and like shouting and cheering and stuff in like the theaters here, like? I'm not sure you guys know about it or I no i didn't haven't. see it here okay so apparently what happened is that a few select theaters not everyone of course but in a few select theaters here they played that telugu movie and people just started like clapping and like shouting and whistling and it was actually kind of funny because a lot of these like attendants and staff they were like americans so they didn't really know what was going on and they ended up like okay. threatening to kick them out and the various went viral it was kind of funny but basically that would give you like a good idea of like how every movie is in india like it's like, like what they have is like these stars basically have like I won't say cults of personalities because it's not that intense, but they have like followers. Like people will follow this star mm-hmm. and like they'll like worship them. And yeah, sometimes they'll do pujas for them, they'll get like tattoos of them. So oh. these followers will go to the theater whenever a movie of this person comes out. And whenever they come on the stage, they'll like start, they'll jump up, they'll clap, they'll start dancing, they'll do like a bull whistle. Sometimes people get into fights if they talk crap about them outside of the movie. Like if they have them they hear someone talking crap about the, the actor or the star, like they'll, just, they'll actually beat the person up, like form a oh. mob. <laughs> yeah, you know, cults of personality is right is the right word. Cults of personalities. A lot of actors in India have those, so it's pretty insane. And it's not just Indian movies. It was weird because, like, I remember Avengers Endgame was pretty big a few years ago, and I managed to go on opening day, and it was the funniest thing ever because I'm pretty sure it was like semi-ironic. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine these people having the same cult of personality type of attraction towards like marvel movie people but it was the same thing people would like stand up clap and like whistle and just say you know they'll say ah you know like the usual like the cheer but, like like all these like marvel movie people it's kind of funny not gonna lie that is interesting <laughs> yeah yeah that is yeah in india movies are a lot less of a silent experience a lot more of a, like kind of like a play you just hype it up 
Okay, yeah, but like I love that environment. I know for me, like we didn't even go to like a big actors film. It was just a small one, and um, but like all also there was like a lot of mala thrown, which is like flowers. And actually, the movie like stopped um midway, like it just paused, and everyone turned around and started throwing stuff at the projector. It was so funny because it was me, yeah. my sister, and my mom. And so, like, and my dad wasn't there, so it was just us three girls, like, sitting there, and everyone was just standing and screaming and, like, repeating the dialogues and, like, laughing so loud. It was such a fun experience. Like, yeah, I, sounds about I, right. But then when you come here, like, it's so silent and you watch the movie, which is obviously, okay. like, yeah, you would want to, but, yeah, like, it's also nice to hype it up. The civilized, mm-hmm. like, thing in, like, theaters and, like, like, that's what I prefer so much. Like, when I want to watch a movie, like, I want to watch a movie, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, a hype event it's like movies are created for watching not like cheering i think on. it depends on the movie though like if it's obviously if it's american films like yeah they're way they're way different compared to indian films but if it's indian cinema bro like i need the hype okay like it's so fun with the hype no i agree that's a i think that's a good point because indian cinemas are kind of built around like they're not really the most like the most mainstream ones aren't story oriented it's more like they're built around the hype of the action scenes or the fight scenes mm-hmm. and the songs and that kind of environment just works purely for that kind of like pure hype, I guess. So obviously you want to sit down and enjoy like a, a thoughtful movie. Maybe you're right. This might not be for you, man. Yeah, I, I watched Pushpa yesterday and I literally like the whole time was thinking, I wish I could watch this in India. Like it would be so much more fun watching oh this gosh. in India. That would have been crazy. But yeah, it was okay movie. I had higher expectations. It was pretty sad, but it's fine. Oh, that's okay. interesting. All right. All right. So I think that kind of wraps up today's episode. Um, you know, thank you, Rishi, for coming on to the podcast. Matt, thanks for having me on. It was fun to be on here and talk about this stuff. Yeah. So, um, Sanju, do you want to share social media stuff? <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, guys, make sure to follow us on our socials. Our Instagram is at all underscore over dot the place. And um, so that you can be kept updated on what we're doing and our new episodes. And yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Rishi, for being on the podcast. And um, new episodes every Wednesday. So tune in next Wednesday. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Let's go.